Can I talk about the cat now? Yes. Now you can talk. The time I owned a cat. But two in seconds ago, you just said you were like, "Oh, this isn't good podcast material because it's, it's yeah. about a cat." I know it sucks. And you, here's the thing: I don't even like cats like that. But I even knew <laughs> I, don't, I don't like cats like that. I don't like them like that. But I felt. <laughs> Slightly offended that you felt that you couldn't share a cat story on the podcast. Some of our listeners might be cat people. Well, it's not that good of a story. Oh, but you made it sound like it wasn't a good story. Plus, cats suck. I mean, they're garbage. Okay. They're garbage animals. We know this. I'm not going to say any of those things because I've gotten in trouble for expressing my real thoughts in this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't want the cat people coming after me. (laughs) What were you going to say? What is your cat story? Oh, look, I was just going to say that I owned a cat that ended up being several people's cat on my street in college. My my a- first dog was like that. His name was Dumpster, and he was everybody's dog. Really? He was a dumpster dog. Wow. Um, that, so you had a you had a dog that was that a lot of people fa- on the block yeah. thought was their dog. Yeah, his name was Dumpster he, it, because he was found in a dumpster. Right, and um, he was like a bad dog. Like he was like he was cute, but like he would always run away. And my dad was always like Dumpster, like yelling at him, and he would just like run away. And then my dad would drive around the neighborhood looking for him, and then like. Maybe a few days later, we would find him, but he would be with some other family, and they'd be like, that's Charlie. And my dad's like, no, that's Dumpster. And he would open the door, and he'd be like, get in the car right now. And Dumpster would be like, Ooh, peace out, guys. And then- So he'd come with you? Yeah. He was kind of like a foreign exchange student. He would just <laughs> run away and stay with another family for an amount of time, and they would keep him and love him. And then he would come back to us, and then he would leave again. I don't know. if I If I saw two families- both thinking that a dog was theirs, and one of them was yelling dumpster, and You'd the other one was yelling Charlie. <laughs> You'd be like, cut him in half and see who really loves this dog. It turns into dumpster's choice. No, I think the one calling him Charlie would probably, I would just assume that that was the better He family. knew his name was Dumpster, though. So he came yeah. eventually. Yeah, but yeah, something he, to that. He had a few families around our block. On the other hand, if your dog is out so often that he can maintain other families... <laughs> You're really You're a not terrible a good dog, dog owner. owner. <laughs> You're really not. No, or maybe you just have a bad dog. He was oh, bad. Classy, Fran. Blame the dog. Well, I mean, the truth hurts. <laughs> I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this is Last Name Basis on Brick Radio. We four corners in a triangle. Why we keep it 100 tie optional? With a person from my desk to acting on the screen. You know who it is, man, it's Jessica Lee. He's a lawyer, she's an activist. And you're tuning to them live. This is last name basis. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that Patrick wanted to start this episode with a song that is near and dear to his heart. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. You didn't? We were just talking about how much you we put hate it, this song. You, I didn't say anything about hating the song. You and um, our camera guy were saying that you both hate the song, but you've been singing it nonstop. Well, I just, I just, we do. We have the lyrics translated because. To what? What is the song, to Patrick? English. Say what the song is so that I the audience. say it out loud. So I the audience knows what you're talking it's about. A, it's a song that tells you how they it do it with, down in Puerto Rico. And it rhymes with mojito. And it rhymes with mojito. So I, I found the translation, and it's, I mean, it's pretty steamy. Okay, let's see. I gotta tell you, you so, want some of it? So wait, so this is our, this is a return to the music corner, and because Patrick doesn't want to say what song it is, I'll tell you, it's Despacito. You know who sings that song? No. Come on, you don't know? Justin Bieber. Oh, seriously? That's Justin Bieber. That's why when I searched the the lyrics, it came up with pictures of Justin Bieber. I had no idea. <laughs> I was like, why are why is it showing me Justin Bieber? Know? Really? How did you even know that it was Justin Bieber? I can't imagine you know what he looks like. I'm good with faces. Do you remember this? <laughs> Do you remember this from last episode, okay, way back? Maybe just when we determined that I got the higher score on the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. face. Quiz. I just like that when Patrick sings. So I think I've talked about this before that Patrick is terrible with faces he's also terrible with lyrics and so he will <laughs> get terrible. a song he's terrible he's bad he'll with get names a, he didn't really get good grades in high school he'll get a song stuck in his head but what's funny about it is that he'll be singing it with these completely made up lyrics and the lyrics that he continues to say around the house is despacito we go to brunch and we drink mojitos and i'm like you don't drink mojitos well, at finish brunch. the song there's more and then you're like that's the way we do it down in puerto rico no it's not that's an actual lyric what I know, but then what? What the do you? The rest of the song goes. Then we go to the store and we buy some Fritos. <laughs> then Esposito. we go, go to the store and we buy Fritos. 
some fritos. Thank I just you. for me, get it's, it right. If you're gonna if you sing my songs, Fran, get the lyrics right. I think it's funny one because it's bad, but then oh two God. because you don't drink mojitos at brunch. You drink like I'm not gonna help you. <laughs> How about that? I'm not Champagne helping Champagne and orange juice. What are those I don't called? know. I am clearly tired and hungover. Don't know. Maybe, don't know. Maybe you had too many mojitos last night. Mimosa! Mimosa. Yes, You're exactly. You're not supposed to help her. Thank you. This is like the end of the ring. Coming in in a clutch. No. Sasha, with the assist. Okay, so go ahead and <laughs> go through the lyrics because you really want to share what the lyrics are in English. And you know what? For our, for our Spanish-speaking listeners, they already know the lyrics, but I'm excited to learn because I don't know what the song is about. Yeah, you guys should also let us know if this is an accurate translation because I just pulled up whatever showed up online. Oh, okay, so this might be similar to the time that you said Young Metro was a guy covered in tattoos, and it actually wasn't. <laughs> and people were really pissed about that. People they were, were like, so your mad. fucking white husband thinks all black people look like this random person with tattoos. Look, I punched but in Young Metro. It showed okay. me a dude with tattoos, several dudes with tattoos, all, and I just thought that was the guy. No, no, no. Here, listen. Don't misinterpret me. What I'm saying is, if there's an opportunity for us to piss people off in the podcast, it's just a net positive for us. So if these lyrics are wrong, people will get pissed, and then, you know. And then what? Um, they will listen. They'll listen more. They'll listen. They'll send more angry people to listen to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, exactly. So I'm a snake who doesn't speak Spanish. <laughs> apparently, the lyrics are, slowly, I want to breathe your neck slowly. Let me tell you things in your ears so that you remember when you're not with me, slowly. Oh, wait, is despacito mean slowly? Hold on, I'm not done. I'm just seeing a pattern here. <laughs> it does mean Slowly. Woo, look at those context clues. (laughs) You can tell that I barely passed Spanish class. God, I cheated so much in Spanish. Keep going. (laughs) Don't say that. No, it's okay. We have have listeners in high school. They're going to think it's okay. No, I'm not indoors. I'm saying I wish I hadn't cheated in Spanish because I would would have understood these lyrics. Um, Can you say the English lyrics to the same rhythm of the Spanish one? I don't. I think I can actually do that. Slowly, I want to breathe on your neck slowly. Let me tell you things in your ears so that you remember when you're not with me. Slowly. Keep going, because it gets better from that. I want to strip you off with kisses slowly. <laughs> sign the walls of your... Ooh, sign the walls of your labyrinth? Yes. And make your whole body a manuscript. Turn it up, turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. Oh, wow. What does sign the walls of your labyrinth I don't know, but I'm going to say it every time I meet somebody new. (laughs) I don't think that that's something you say to, like, a stranger. What if you meet a celebrity and you're like, could you sign the walls of my labyrinth, No, 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 baby. You have to know someone very intimately. I've seen the movie Labyrinth with David Bowie. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? It's a little scary and weird, which means that if you invite someone to sign the walls of your labyrinth, you're saying you want to fuck David Bowie. What? Because David Bowie is in the Labyrinth movie. But what about all the fraggles that are in the Labyrinth movie? Can I be into them? You want to fuck all of them. Anyone that's in that Labyrinth film, you would like to have sex with. But do I have to sleep with And they have to sign like a little guest book (laughs) (laughs) about the experience. And then then they have to leave the money on the nightstand. (laughs) As now just a long have, line of fraggles. Now that outside we have my slept bedroom. together, write about your. You have to get, leave me like a review in this book. <laughs> I just, I just, it's an actual slam book. It's the first slam book oh, ever. <laughs> I just like the image of just this this mass of Muppets. And, and like slowly leaving out of your labyrinth. <laughs> They're like the, lost all of them wearing dark there. sunglasses, <laughs> trying to avoid looking anyone in the eye. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, um, that was a riveting song. Do we have a name for that corner? I don't think so. Okay, well you should come up with one. Should we do should we do celebrity Muppet exceptions? What? You know how people have their celebrity except they're like, oh, oh you like know the what? Muppet, if... the Muppet that you, that you're allowed to fuck. Right, exactly. <laughs> snot just like flew out of my nose. That's how like turned on I was. I was like, whoa, bodily fluids everywhere. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Muppets, I so that's another milf, right? Muppet, I'd like to fuck. To fuck. Milf. Yeah. Um, what's the one? I think her name is Joanne, and she's got like really big lips. She kind of looks like um. 
Tiffany Pollard, New York. You know no, that? No, she had the squinty eyes. She basically has no eyes and gigantic lips and long, sort of yeah. um, thin, straight hair. Yeah, she kind of looks like she That could... was going to be my celebrity ex- Muppet really? exception. Really? Yeah, maybe we can... Uh... <laughs> no. <laughs> Stay out of my labyrinth. <laughs> There's only room for one in this maze. And her name is... Is her name Joanne? Uh, you're asking the wrong guy. I'm like, shh. You no, don't... No, <laughs> no names. names. <laughs> you are gross. What about Beaker? Uh, who would want to have sex with Beaker? He could get it. Although Beaker is Beaker is shaped like one of those like male sex toys, right? Is he? I don't know. Maybe He's I shaped like have... a Beaker, more or less. Wait, is he? Or maybe I'm thinking of his 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 like sidekick. Oh, baby, now you have Muppet blindness too. <laughs> oh yeah, Beaker is shaped like a little Beaker. Yeah, he looks like a Beaker, and he's like. <laughs> Yeah. He's making a face, though, like he didn't ask for this. <laughs> Maybe he just hasn't met the right person yet. <laughs> that person is me. <laughs> he's lost. He's like, how do I get out of this labyrinth? That's why he, look, that's why he looks he's, like that. He's signing his name. He's like, someone help me. If you find this, Beaker, 2017, love you, Mom. <laughs> Well, baby, this is a great time to segue into a corner that I know <laughs> okay. that you love yeah. and everyone loves everyone and people loves have it. been asking for for an eternity. That corner. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> Spit it out. That corner is, oh, baby, baby. Well, as you know, Beyonce gave birth to twins last month, um, and that news is kind of old, but I thought it would be interesting to share some weird facts about twins for this week's installment of, oh, baby, baby, and there's, and then you have to do, oh, baby, so there's twins. You got three babies in there, because you already say baby twice, so maybe you should do it four times? Once, twice, three times, (laughs) baby. Song. You never know uh, the there songs. You go. I'm getting better. Okay, here are some weird facts about twins. Identical twins do not have identical fingerprints. I didn't know that. Actually, I did know that. Yeah. So if you have a twin and you want to commit a crime, be careful because wear gloves. Yeah, because they're not going to think that it was your twin. What kind of terrible twin are you if you're going to be like, I'm going to commit a crime and they'll think it's my brother or sister. Well, the thing is is you know, you know, one of the other weird facts about twins is Who's that okay? one of them is Can always evil. The... <laughs> I thought you were going a completely different <laughs> what route you with think that. I was going to say I thought you're going to say that they can beat some charges if they can't be ID'd or they can be ID'd but it can't be proven which one actually committed the crime. Yeah, that has happened before. That has happened before, but, but I was saying the that the truth is so it really is about finding out which one was the evil one. Of one them, yeah, and well, then you can pretty much guess which one committed one the crime. One of them is always evil. <laughs> okay. Another weird fact about twins. Massachusetts Massachusetts, I can never say that word. Nice. Massachusetts. This is like this is a hard like for MRI for stroke territory <laughs> right here, Fran. You can't say Massachusetts. And then, yeah, and then you look at your partner and go, "Did I do it?" <laughs> I, I, I feel like I just keep stumbling and saying two shits. You do. Like mass of two shits. <laughs> <laughs> they have the most twin births of any state in America. Right, and also like the most chemical spills. Is that why? I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh. But that seems a little iffy. You know what I mean? Um, another weird fact about twins. Some conjoined twins can feel and taste what the other one does. That is so cool. Is it cool or is it creepy? It's both. But I'm just saying, like, if you could taste what someone else tasted, then that meant, like, you could just, they could eat whatever they wanted and then, like, you could just reap the benefits. Like, you could be eternally lazy and still get to, like, taste all the things that you like. I feel like that would benefit someone on a strict diet. Yeah. Because you'd be like, no, you get the Frappuccino. Mm-hmm. I will get just coffee Frappuccino. taken black. Frappuccino. <laughs> awesome. I just, anytime Crushing I... <laughs> it. Crushing it. This one's weird. One of the easiest ways to tell identical twins apart is their belly buttons. Yeah, that's an easy... That's Because you're just like, yo, let's see the belly buttons. Whip them out. What? How would you know that that... Why how, do you, you... how do you... How do you get to... I mean... 
how do you a get to recognize their belly buttons and then b like put them next to each other and say okay show me your well belly the button. thing is is like I mean I'm not ask I'm not interested in the circumstances of which you would have two twins and you would be IDing them by belly button because that is kind of fucking weird exactly like a, a lineup of belly how buttons how useful can this actually be but it's just interesting because the belly button is where they like cut the umbilical cord so right. that means that they're gonna each be different. You feel me? Uh, like, yeah. does it, however, the. No, I see, what you're, cord. I see what you're saying, but I'm thinking if one of them's evil, the goal is to identify the evil twin. Mm-hmm. So we need like a like a data bank of belly button oh, profiles. Oh, okay. Well, that twins. actually leads to my next weird fact the evil twin always has an Audi. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. It has an Audi <laughs> and it drives about? an Audi. <laughs> yeah, like the car. Right. No, I got it. I got it. <laughs> what, what, what about Audis are evil? I don't know. I just can't trust anybody that has an Audi. <laughs> there's something the belly I, button or the car. There's something about foreign cars. Those are expensive. The maintenance is expensive. You can't trust somebody who can afford to get their car taken care of on a regular basis like that. They're always leased. Do you know what I'm saying? No, the, nobody buys an Audi. They only lease them. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I don't trust them. It's fucking evil. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Another weird fact about twins. <laughs> this is still going. Okay. All right. Is that women who eat a lot of dairy are more prone to having gas. Oh, wait, sorry. That... <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, they are more prone, prone to having twins. To conceiving twins. Really? Yeah, Did they you... think it's gas and then it turns out to be twins. <laughs> they're like, oh, God, my stomach. And then they're like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> and it's That's twins. how every pregnancy starts, though, yes. isn't it? No, some of them people like try. Uh, you no. know what? I actually saw a really funny sketch that was about. How couples say, like, we're trying, but, like, that really just means you're having sex a lot. Right, of course. I know, but it's just funny to sit your friends down and be like, hey, guys, we just want to tell you, we're having sex a lot. Yeah, no, it's weird to announce that you're trying to have a baby. We'll be dairy-free from now on. Okay, Because I'm not dealing with twins. No, no, no. I mean, I only drink soy milk anyway. What does that mean? But it'll be... If you drink a lot of soy milk, does that mean that you are more prone to having an IUD? You won't have, like, two... (laughs) (laughs) People with... Two kids, you'd have, like, one in a calf. One in a calf?! That was bad. That was bad. But I loved it! High five! I don't know. Up top! I liked it. Okay, here's another weird fact about twins. This is a really long question. This is a very long Okay, this is the last one. List. If a pair of identical male twins marry a pair of identical female twins, their children will legally be cousins, but genetically be full siblings. Isn't that so? Uh, did you fact check all this stuff though? Like, no. did you look no. into any of this? Mm-mm, I did not. Okay. Did you find a website that said weird, weird facts, facts about, about twins? twins? <laughs> okay. Okay. I see where no, this I, is going. I found there were there are actually a number of identical sites. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. That were called weird facts about twins. Then there was one that was slightly different but kind of similar. It was a fraternal site. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe. I'm sorry. These are maybe. I don't know. This if you whole know. corner has been a disaster. <laughs> you are supposed to be trying to preserve. Okay. Well, the I'm oh just baby, gonna, baby. I've corner. never listen. I have never maintained that the oh baby baby corner was Had actually any integrity. A, no. No, that's It was true. just an You've excuse for me to go. <laughs> oh baby, baby. That's it. And initially, this was supposed to really be about Beyonce, but Beyonce had the twins so long ago that it just felt like I couldn't really make the corner just about, about that. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, those babies, they're not even babies anymore. Um, yeah, well, that was this week's installment of Patrick's favorite corner. Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> Have we determined which one is the evil one? Oh, you mean Beyonce's twins? Yeah. Oh, don't you shut your filthy <laughs> fucking mouth. I, this is your corner. I'm just telling you. You are the one that said don't that you one ever, of them is evil. Don't you ever fix your mouth to say that one of Beyonce's children are evil. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just saying one of them clearly is evil, Mm-mm. whether or not I say that it out loud we- no. or we're willing to acknowledge no, it. No, 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 no. Weird facts do not apply to Beyonce. Nothing weird happens in Beyonce's life. It's not, a- it's not possible. <laughs> no, nothing weird happens there ever. <laughs> do they have names yet? Rumi and Sir. How do you spell Sir? S-I-R. Seriously? <laughs> yes. And Rumi is R-U-M-I? Mm-hmm. 
Sir's the evil one. No. It's gotta be. Dude, that's the one with the Audi. <laughs> you know it is. I don't know. I think Sir is a cool name for a baby because then you can always be like, Sir. Like, <laughs> like when you. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Excuse sir? me. Excuse you, sir. 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 No. Can you imagine an angry parent with a child named Sir? That's ridiculous. It just sounds like you are speaking to your child in the most formal. Yeah. That's really funny. They're going to end up with a complex. They're going to think. I love it. That I you are it's... the help no matter what you do. No. They're going to be like, sir, sir, eat your food, sir. <laughs> sir, don't throw that, sir. <laughs> sir. And you're going to be like, bitch, you call me sir. You clean this Oh, up. my God. I feel like the baby will grow up feeling like everybody works for him. She could have at least done, like, sir and ma'am, though, right? No, 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 no. Why not? That would be weird. I don't know. I don't like the name ma'am for a baby. Because Rumi's growing up being old. like, I dodged a bullet. I, I like the name sir. And I'm, you know what? And I'm saying it because... I don't want anyone to be angry with me. <laughs> you're just trying to you just trying to dodge the online hate. I you want, know I want that you serves the evil one. I want you to deal with some of They're not coming for me. They're not? No, they love me. Oh uh, well, sexism is a bitch. I'm a little hungover and tired um, because last night was Black Girls Rock and I was writing on the show and, you know, I had a great time, but it was a lot of work. I don't know if you know this, but I'm a writer and I'm um, a paid funny person. So, okay. So let's talk about Black Girls Rock because I'm assuming that that was meant to be a transition. It wasn't a good effort. It was barely even an effort. I know. Baby, I'm trying. That was a that was a segue. That was a goings on about Brooklyn, even though the show took place in New Jersey. Let's play the theme song. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, what the hell is going on in Brooklyn? Yeah, it was great. They honored um, <laughs> some really great people. The show comes out the end of August, I think August 22nd. Um, so, yeah, uh, Congresswoman Maxine Waters, which was amazing. She's so cool and, like, has the best side eye, but she's also just, like, really smart and strong. And she has just, like, an amazing um, political track record that I genuinely didn't really know about, getting people to um, pull money out of South Africa during apartheid because she was, like, in very vocally Oh, wow, I didn't know opposition. that. Yeah, and then just, like, her um, opposition of the Iraq War, like, way before we even went to war. And just the fact that she's, like, so openly critical of Donald Trump, like, before it kind of became, like, cool for politicians to actually criticize him. Do you that, know what I mean? Yeah, that momentum kind of waxes and wanes, too, though. Because she's there always been, There have been fast. moments for, like, the last year plus where it's been popular to, to say, you know, fuck Trump, I'm totally against him. Yeah. And then the momentum would swing the other way, and those same politicians, especially, obviously, Republicans, right. would fall in line. And now it's kind of gone back again to where even Republicans are oh, feeling yeah. confident. Absolutely. I mean, they... But you were saying Maxine Waters has been, has been consistent the she entire time. Has, she has always been like, I cannot stand that motherfucker, and, <laughs> yeah. like, we, we should impeach him. Like, she's just been really vocal right. about it. Did you get to meet her and speak with her? Um, I went... I, she came into the green room, and I went, woo, like that. So I kind of... <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. God, you make such, I don't know, such deep and poignant contributions <laughs> to the world in which we live, Fred. I can't, I don't know what, I don't know I, what life would I, be I wooed like without at her. you out there. I will say, I won't ruin her speech because um, I feel like you should just see the speech and enjoy it like as it's happening. But at one point, she just is very quippy. Like she always has like little one-liners and stuff. And I don't oh, know yeah. if someone's like helping her or if she writes them beforehand. But like she is just quick. Like she just will That's say cool. something, and you're like, I need that on a t-shirt. Like yesterday. Um, so she like had a moment in her speech, and I swear to you, like I screamed. Like I was not. Remember how I was at the Beyonce concert? Yes, I do. <laughs> That's what I was like. But this was totally the inappropriate place to be like that. Because I was in a green room, like off to the side of the stage, and we were all like, "Yay!" Like excited about how great her speech was going. And I was the one person that, when she had this line, I I screamed like someone was like 
assaulting me. Oh, I don't like screaming, like murder scream. I mean, I was excited, but like in retrospect, I feel like it just could have sounded really bad because I was just like, ah, like because like, it was like so funny and like outrageous. I don't even know. It was one of those things where it surprised me. So when we watch it, we'll listen. We'll listen for see that if you voice can hear in, it in the, the background. background. <laughs> we'll see if you. We'll see if you made the audio track. Oh on God. that one. I hope not. Um, Solange was also honored. She had a great speech. She actually has a, she's really funny. Um, I don't know why, maybe that shouldn't have been a surprise, but she had some like jokes in her speech, which was kind of cool. Um, Issa Rae, of course, had an amazing speech, was super funny. Uh, Yara Shahidi from Blackish. Um, so it was just like super inspiring. And then um, they honor a bunch of young women who've done cool things. Uh, there was one girl, her name is Habashan. Sharma, I think. I, I know her first name is Habashan, and she is the first deafblind um, graduate from Yale or Harvard. I forget which one. But she has done a lot of really cool things around um, accessibility, and like she has gone to you know Obama's White House, which I thought was interesting because now they don't just say like she's gone to the White House. You have to know who was there. You're when like, you went no, no, there. no, Obama's right. White House. Because you that, go to the wrong White House, no, you're like no, cut no, off from. You don't want to go from other groups. You don't want to go to the current White House. Right. They were like, she has been to Obama's White House twice, and I was like, okay, I love that um, qualification. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she goes and speaks at like a lot of big companies now about like how they can make their companies more accessible. Wow. Um, she's also just like a badass because she surfs and skis and you're just like, holy shit, like I can't leave my house without like hurting myself. And like this woman is just like, just amazing, right? She's a young woman who's just doing a lot of really cool things. And so it's just great to be part of an event that's about celebrating black women and black girls that are doing positive things. It was really fun and, and exciting. And, you know, for a second I was like, I work in late night, but like not really because the show's not on late at night and it's only one show. <laughs> but, um, you know, it felt like I was back in the game for a second, you know? Um, you're still you're still in the game, Brent. Oh, and Maxwell held my hand, so that was fun. And you don't know who that is, so you have no it's reason to be threatened or impressed. Okay. I'll, I'll, should... I'll kill him anyway. <laughs> Just to be safe. I don't know this guy. You should be both. <laughs> impressed and threatened? Is he a Muppet? No, no, he's just like a soul singer, like with like a falsetto and stuff, and you have no falsetto. Oh no, that's true. Oh man. So like, yeah, he I has can't even you, begin to compete. He has you beat. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you look for in a man now? A falsetto? a falsetto. Yeah, a falsetto and like a hand up his butt, like a puppet. Oh, the puppet, because he's a puppet. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you get entrance into the labyrinth. I'm like, I'm like, so you can sign the walls, and then you get in there. And you're like, God, look at all these. I'm like, all just, these other names on this labyrinth wall. I'm like, if you part this bush, you can enter the labyrinth. That is disgusting. It is so lowbrow. Yeah, you went I from went the what? value of honoring black women to being like, black part girl. this bush. <laughs> to bushes and labyrinths, friend. Keep Whatever. I wouldn't have even known that a labyrinth was a thing if you hadn't brought those lyrics into this co- into this podcast. Uh, so we'll look for Black Girls Rock Wall. Watch it. We'll listen for your scream in the background that yes. was inappropriate during uh, Maxine Waters' speech. Yeah, and laugh at all of the the cheesy jokes because there's a number of them. We will. Uh, we'll be. We'll be. We'll be critiquing Taraji's monologue now. Oh God. I, I mean, that was going to happen regardless of if I had anything to do with it. But I think people will enjoy it. It got a really good response. I'm going to look and for she, it. And she sold it. I mean, she has a really great personality. She's really fun. Um, it was really funny because I told her that I was trying to, like, embody her as I was writing. So I was, like, trying to sound like her. And I was like, yeah, doing, like, a dance around the apartment. Like, I was trying to sound like her and embody her. And she thought that that was funny. Probably because she was like, this girl is fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but, yeah. Go, she, go ahead. Do your do a, do a Taraji. Taraji. Hey. That's no, it. That it. <laughs> <laughs> I can only impersonate her one word at a time. <laughs> okay, so Science Corner. Oh, play that theme song. Science Corner. It turns out that talking to yourself in the third person mm-hmm. can work well to help you control your own emotions. 
Really? Yeah, like I if you're stressed was... out, you can like talk yourself down? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's why everyone's always like, Patrick is not going to kill this man right now. Oh. Patrick, will, Patrick is not going to lose his mind. When I talk about <clears> myself <throat> in the third person, I picked this up from my friend Delon, my best friend Delon. You're always just complimenting yourself? I'm like, no, 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 I don't Francesca, use my name. you're amazing. No, 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 she looks good like that. Like she is having a day. She is getting things done. That is so awful. Why? You were just talking about how it can actually help calm you yeah, down. Yeah, to help people with like, that are about to snap and do something that they that they can't take Is back. that what the Science Corner says, or are you inferring and projecting that onto I might, what it says? I might be projecting Because a she bit. is skeptical. <laughs> oh, yeah. And she wants to make well, sure Patrick that Patrick doesn't you... give a shit. Okay, well, she... About her skepticism. ...wishes that he... I don't... Patrick doesn't even know who she is. <laughs> well, she... Because she doesn't use her name. Okay, she knows who the fuck she is. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all that matters, okay? She has confidence. Who are you talking about? Seriously. She is a girl with no name and doesn't need a name because she knows who she is. All right, Patrick is really confused. I can't find this in the science corner. Oh, here it is. Okay, okay. Okay, back to... We're podcasting. Sorry. Tell her that she needs to focus, <laughs> please. <laughs> Get it together, girl. Yeah. Deep in the labyrinth. Well, this... <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work at all. She's an independent woman. She can service her own labyrinth. Okay. No motherfuckers need to come up in her space. You hear me? The bushes on this labyrinth stay high, stay trimmed. What? <laughs> you know, like, how you have, like, a, uh, a labyrinth made out of bushes? You oh, right, that? right, like, like, like those a, garden mazes. It's like a garden maze? Yeah. That's what I have. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I'm saying? It's all manicured and shit. Right, but there's a shit ton of bushes. Yeah, a lot it's of them. Like, it's like acres worth of bush. Exactly. It's a lot of bush. <laughs> <laughs> and you had the nerve to get an attitude with me about making bush jokes. You dragged me into it. I, he didn't want to. Patrick did not want to do this. Uh, but here we are. Well, he can leave at any time. <laughs> All right, let's do some You Must Be Dreaming. That we, was... Yeah? Mm, not she, not excited enough? She doesn't know how she feels about it. Well, Patrick doesn't give a fuck. All right, well, this is a segment where people send us in their dreams and we interpret them for them. So if you have a dream, we would like to hear it. <laughs> we want to hear it. You can email us your dreams at lnbpodcast at gmail.com. Go to sleep. All right, what's our first dream, Patrick? Uh, this one comes from Raha. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. It says, hello, Francesca and Patrick, a.k.a. Dream Explanation Experts. Ooh, we have established ourselves in the field of dream interpretation. Mm -hmm. She says, a couple weeks ago, I had a strange dream, and I'm hoping for some explanation from the two dream experts. In my dream, I was dressed in a red dress in a giant mansion with lots of rooms. Mm -hmm. I remembered having this dream before. I'm not sure if this is true or just part of the dream. Uh, and I knew that the women in red dresses in the mansion were all evil. Ooh, you evil girl. The mansion was actually a maze, maybe. Oh my god! She's inside Despacito. <laughs> and you were supposed to walk through it while avoiding the women in red. I apparently knew this all because last time I had been in this dream, I was one of the people trying to get out of the mansion. Oh. I decided I had to play my part as an evil red dressed woman so that I wouldn't bring attention to myself. But I'm actually not evil, so I had to pretend. I moved around through the mansion by a secret pathway between the walls, and I was only able to walk between a couple of rooms before I woke up. Ooh. So that's where we are. She says, uh, I love the podcast, and she actually asked you at, uh, at a speech you were giving uh, what our name meant, last name oh, basis. Oh, yeah, I remember her. Hey, girl. All right, so let's talk about the dream first. Honestly, the first thing that came to my mind was Handmaiden's Tale because they were red and they were like sneaking around and there's lots of evil people. But they weren't evil. Well, there were evil people is what I'm saying. Like right. the ones in the red weren't evil. Right. They were sneaking around and then like, the, you know, the bosses were evil. True. So this could go two ways. This could mean that you fell asleep watching Handmaid's Tale and that's why you had this dream. Or 
You started out. <laughs> I actually think that's a, a pretty good interpretation. I'm just keeping it real with you. I'm the expert. We were both experts. Well, we, yes, he is also an expert. <laughs> what does it mean if I talk about other people in the room in the third person? You're talking about someone else, and you're doing it correctly. Oh, okay, right. That's true. What do you think that it means that she's in a red dress in a giant mansion with lots of rooms? Are you asking me? Yeah, because we're doing this together. Aren't we dream Oh, experts? I thought you were in the middle of your explanation. Of no, no, no. We're going to work. We're going to do this together. I think I said okay. the first part. Did you part, run out of ideas? Is that what happened? No. I said the first part was that she fell asleep watching Handmaid's Tale, which right. I personally do not recommend. One, it's a fucking scary show. That's terrifying. Yeah, you don't want to go to sleep you don't want to have <laughs> scary ass dreams, and that show will give you those dreams. So if you did that, then you can skip ahead the rest of this dream analysis and then you know that's what you did wrong and that's why this <laughs> happened to you. If it didn't, then Patrick and I will continue telling you what the other option is for this particular dream. And what is that? I just asked you to do the first part. <laughs> no, I, just, I, just, I just love that you just were like, there's two ways this could go. Yes. One, the easy way. Two, the two. way Patrick will tell you. Because well, why? we want to do this together. <laughs> she asked for both of us. She okay. said dream experts. Okay, okay, okay. Not the freaking dream I goddess, which would have been me. Go ahead. Um, I think it's most interesting that you were the the normal person, the one of the women that weren't wearing red, mm -hmm. trying to avoid the evil women in red, and then you became one of the evil women mm. in red. I it means think, you're going to get a promotion. I think. <laughs> <laughs> at work. At work or at school. I know you're a student, so you're going to get a promotion at school. You're going to become the thing mm -hmm. that you weren't before. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so maybe you're headed towards, like, you know, a professorship. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe this means that in the near future you will be teaching at your school. Now, what about the fact that the mansion was actually a maze? Oh, the labyrinth? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, I mean, it's clearly sexual in nature. That means that you've been listening to Despacito. You you went to sleep listening to Despacito mm -hmm. and watching Handmaiden's Tale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she moved around the mansion through a secret pathway between the walls, and she was able to walk between a couple of rooms before she woke up. What does that mean? Oh, the fact that you're taking, taking passageways that are not the main passageways indicates that you don't feel comfortable out in main spaces frequently um, during your waking life. Not just public spaces, but spaces that you um, don't feel comfortable in. It could be, you know, it could be um, certain classes. It could be certain places that people hang out. It could be certain relationship contexts, like a family setting mm -hmm. that you don't enjoy being in. But it concerns me that you've become the evil woman in the red dress, or would concern me, except that you're wearing the red dress, but you know that you're not evil mm -hmm. and are just pretending you're playing the part in order uh, in order to get where you're going. You obviously you didn't so get So she far knows that up. even though she got this promotion, she really is <laughs> I meant just to be. She had a promotion. Well, I, she got promoted. First she was somebody running from the girls in the red dresses. Now she's someone in the red dress. That's not a promotion. That's a glow up. <laughs> well, I mean, the red dress sounds like sounds like it's, you know, I mean, I'm a assuming gorgeous they look great. Dress. I'm, yeah, yes. I'm assuming it's a nice dress. Exactly. A-line. Uh, but you had to be evil to get there. Maybe Sweetheart that's Sweetheart neckline. Maybe that's what maybe that's what the dream is about. In order to get the red dress, in order to get the glow up, she had to become evil or at least pretend Right. Play the part and so she and had the evil But that's people. why I'm saying she's going between the rooms because she knows that that's not where she's meant to be. Like she got this promotion, but she's not like this isn't really the right fit for her. You know what I'm saying? She's more of a girl in a green dress. Gotcha. You feel me? Yeah. She has the promotion, but maybe it's in a company that she's not supposed to be in uh, or it's gotcha. in a role, you know what I'm saying? She's in the wrong department. Yeah. She's in HR, but she really wants to be in marketing. So she's trying yeah. to like go between the department. She's moving or, cubicles and shit. Or similarly she finally found uh, she finally found acceptance into some sort of social group, mm -hmm. but she has to play a part to be there that's not her and one that she views as not acceptable, like as an evil. So mm -hmm. she's pretending to be someone she's not in order to fit in somewhere either at the new job or a promotion right. or uh, or a social group. Um, but she knows it's not right for her, as you were saying, and uh, and she has to hide and navigate things through secret passageways. Yeah. Well, sound, listen. Sound good? Yes, I agree. <laughs> I, she agree with that? I, she agrees with all of that because <clears throat> it sounds very plausible. And as dream experts, 
I have to trust my intuition and believe that he knows what he is talking about. <laughs> so does. we just want to, you know, wish you well and encourage you, whatever it is that you're feeling like you're not really sure if you're supposed to be there, you want to start moving between walls and shit. <laughs> You can't really do that in real life, like the walls part, but we believe in you that if you are in some place you're not supposed to be in, that you can transition to someplace else that is going to make you feel a little bit more comfortable, and you don't have to be evil. You don't have to be the bad twin. Oh, are you a twin? twin? Oh, if you're a twin, then then forget everything we said. <laughs> Things are not good for you. Patrick's eyes were like, whoa, wait evil, a second. You are probably the evil twin. <laughs> It's, you know, and you need um, you need to seek professional help. Um, can we also just address the last little thing that she said, which is not part of the dream? So I met this young lady uh, at a speaking gig, and she came up to me and said that she loved the podcast and wanted to know what the title of our podcast, Last Name Basis, meant and where it came from. And I thought, oh, that's really funny. I don't think anybody's ever asked me that. I just assumed everyone would know. Usually when you have a good relationship with someone, you're on a first name basis. But then since Patrick and I are married. We have such a good relationship. We are on a last name basis. We are on a last name basis with each other. That's how comfy we are. Which know? is, But it's also funny because it's also kind of a nod to the fact that we are constantly giving each other a hard time. Yeah, exactly. So it's the opposite of first name basis, which would suggest, you know, that you're not on good terms. So that's the origin of Last Name Basis, the title of this podcast. Great job. That was fun. You, you stop mocking me. Send us your dreams. <laughs> um, I don't really know that this uh, article has a corner, but I just saw this floating around on Facebook and I thought it was really interesting. And this was one of those cases where I read the headline and I was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about that. And then as I read the article, I was like, oh, actually I feel positive about this thing. Which is the story of all clickbait I know. Ever. But you know, it's a great title. It's from Teen Vogue, which like kudos to Teen Vogue because they have really been kicking ass in you know, just like talking about the election, talking about identity, um, talking about politics. And um, this article was titled, We Need to Talk About Digital Blackface in Reaction GIFs. And it was about the idea that people use black people in their reaction gifts and the possibility of it being like this performance or that they're like reducing black people to stereotypes mm -hmm. if they're, you know, non-black people on the internet using them. And at first, like I said, when I saw the headline, I thought, I don't know, like maybe there's just a lot of really good reaction gifts with black people in them. But then when I actually read the article, what they were kind of talking about was this idea that like, even though there are gifts of people from all backgrounds doing all sorts of things, the ones that seem to be the most popular are black women or black femme people mm -hmm. um, that are doing these like overblown um expressions and that in many ways it's likened to people reducing black people to stereotypes and seeing our um, emotions as always being like super extra mm -hmm. and that in many ways like <clears throat> they are kind of using this as a way to like express themselves but also kind of you know when like Iggy Azalea puts on like a sassy black girl voice or like a gay guy is like, I'm in a, like, there's a black woman inside me. And you're like, no, right. there is not a black woman inside you. Like this article was saying that gifts are like another iteration of that. And right. I thought that that was kind of really interesting. I read it. It was really, it was really actually pretty good. And I, I think it's fairly accurate. I mean, I, I know when I scroll through Twitter, I see um, an overwhelmingly disproportionate use of gifts of black women right. specifically. Like Real Housewives, Oprah, Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, Tiffany, uh, New York from Flavor of Love. There's some though that are just that are celebrities making a face. So you'll right. see, you know, like the Michael Jackson eating a pop eating popcorn, right? right? Exactly. Like, that kind of has a has has a little bit of a different and eating popcorn has now become a thing of like, ooh, I'm gonna watch I'm this, watching this thing right. unfold. Like right. something's about and he to gives happen. A person, uh, he gives the perfect reaction to it. Right. He's super excited about what's on the screen. It's a it's a great gift. But like what but, was really interesting in this article, for example, they had a number of tweets from like Megan McCain, who is like the whitest of the white, and she's like, This is how I feel. I mean it's like a sassy black, like neck swerving thing. And it's like Megan McCain, like, no, you don't feel like that ever. Like that's not you. <laughs> <laughs> you know right. what I mean? It's kind of like right. when 
when all of those videos would go viral, like Antoine Dodson or like Sweet Brown, and like they were, you know, comical, I guess, but then you started realizing like, are people enjoying these things because, you know, Sweet Brown has like a funny personality or are they like, ha ha, look at that black person and the way that they talk. I mean, and Antoine Dodson for sure, like, so that kind of starts making you think, like, oh, wait, why are they liking these memes, right? right? and especially the ones that are just people on the street. Right. So, I mean, I mean those have been selected um, outside of the whole celebrity context. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? they're, like, sometimes just regular-ass people. Right, exactly, which makes it more likely that they are taken because it is a it fits a mold or a stereotype or something. And then, you know, to be fair, it gets often passed around by people of color right. and then picked up by other people, white people, for instance, yeah. uh, who then share it more casually than they should. I think well, that's the yeah. point, right? Because they're not seeing it the same way that somebody um, who identifies with, say, uh, say a black woman. Well, it's like woman. a costume. It's like a costume to them, right? It's like it's like it turns into, like, let me show everybody how cool and, like, down I am by, you know, by, like, <clears throat> punctuating a funny joke with, like, a sassy or loud or, like, overly angry um, black person or, you know, black woman. Right. It, it does feel like. I don't know, like like they're trying to be in on a joke, but they're also making like the black person the punchline in some ways. I don't know. It's interesting because it's genuinely something I had never thought about before. Yeah, I, I do. I, I don't know. It's it's hard to know where the line is, like a lot of things. Well, and that's kind right? of what the article was saying because it didn't end with like a definitive like this is digital blackface. Of course face. not. Of course not. But it talked about the fact that there are lots of people, for example, who pretend to be black online. That was the next thing I was going to mention or one thing I really wanted to point out. It does give a huge nod to the fact that a lot of people are out there pretending to be black Which people is so, online. So They've got black avatars. Weird. They're using a black vernacular. It's like, and it's always like really butchered black vernacular. Right, it's like right. Never. They're, f- they're a lot of them are fairly transparent. When this happens, it is always so funny to me because sometimes you're not sure. Sometimes someone that is, you know, that appears to be black online will say something a little suspect, and you're like, is this person really black? Because to me, it's always it's always suspect when somebody barges into a conversation online to tell you that they're black and that they disagree with you. Like, that's always, is like a red flag for me. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, this thing is really racist. And then they're like, as be black and as don't think it's racist. And you're like, <laughs> um, okay. you uh, are not black. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, their avatar is like someone eating fried chicken, right? Oh, and you're okay. just like, okay, you are not, or it's just like a super stereotypical, like, swervy, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it might be a picture of a real person, but they... Mm specifically went looking for a picture that embodies a black stereotype. Right. And then they're writing in this, like, really over-exaggerated, fake, uh, like, AAVE style that just, like, no one really speaks in. But um, one of the things that they posted in this article is that there have been a number of people who've been caught doing that because their small business gets called out for racism. So they make like a fake black Facebook profile to be like, I am black and my name is Lakeisha Brown. And I believe that this is not racist at all. (laughs) You're like, uh, Lakeisha Brown with no friends and like, you know, a stock image of a black lady in a suit. Like, sure. (laughs) You know, you can go on Google and search black woman and like, that's the first picture. The The author of this Teen Vogue piece, Lauren Michelle Jackson, wrote something similar in uh, 2014. It had a little more depth to it, I think, because of the, the publication, which was the owl. I mean, Teen Vogue gets really deep. I mean, maybe... Uh, it it well, does, I think, I think because this one, this one focused on the meme as a vehicle for respectability politics, oh, okay. specifically. Okay. And so it... it More like an inter-community conversation, which is like maybe a little deeper in that respect. Right, exactly. Exactly. But, but similar, similar subject. You what know, was similar, she saying? You know, she was saying that she was essentially showing how GIFs illustrate the stereotypes that mm. are used as the uh, subject of the respectability politics. Right? That's, so, I can see that. Right. So you have, I mean, it's obviously all very interconnected. I mean, I guess for me, the idea that people use the internet to portray themselves in a way that they're not is interesting because it starts to filter down to all these different things. It's not just social media or like your Instagram. It can actually be GIFs or... I don't know. Do people do that with emojis? What I was reading was that white people prefer the yellow emoji, the Simpson yellow emoji. That was kind of like emoji. the quote, like, default emoji at one time. Right. And 
and it said that they were likely to stick with that mm-hmm. because they didn't want to sort of express some sort of racial, I don't know, preference? I do feel... Which is interesting. I, I mean, you probably shouldn't, if you're a white person, you probably shouldn't select the black. You, you have to actually select that, yeah, right? So you, you do. you probably shouldn't make your emoji black unless there's a very specific reason for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, if it's you expressing the emotion, yeah, you would... I don't know why you would do that. But, I, they're, but they're not likely to select the white emoji. Is have you ever used the white? I think you used the white fist one time. I've used no. I've used some. I've used some some white emojis. You have. But I, yeah, but every time I have to be like, where? How white am I? Usually, I'm all the way on the white, like the whitest, <laughs> whatever the lightest emoji available is. I that's can't usually say me. Say, I've really seen that many people use the white emojis. I feel like I only see people use the yellow ones. And honestly, it, the fact that they're yellow is kind of strange a strange default. I guess it's kind of the world that, like, the Simpsons reside in, right? Maybe, yeah. Where, like, the Simpsons are yellow, and then there are black people, there are Indian people, there are Asian people in the world of the Simpsons, but everybody's that's not one of those races is yellow. So is yellow the Simpsons version of white people? I don't know. Yellow is just the new white. I don't know. I just I feel like next we'll see these alt right people being like yellow power. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you know they'll they'll try to slip it in because you know how subtle they oh, try to God. be. Oh god, they try to turn anything into a show of solidarity for their racist bullshit. I, you know what I think the yellow emoji is about? Hmm. I think because if they're if they're white, it's just not going to show up as well. I mean, That's it's not white, it. white. It's like it's like a peach color. Yeah, but I don't. I sometimes I use that, and I'm like, yeah, you can't really see what that is. Is that mm. a hand making a peace sign? Make it's it all about tell. you. You're like, I need to stand out. Well, I, you know, I want to at least be seen. Yes. So the yellow emoji for that reason is definitely a stronger choice. I don't know. I I just think this whole idea of what gif you use could be saying something about like your own bias about black people is really interesting and again it was one of those things that at first I thought are we reading into this too much but then when I actually read the article it really changed my perspective in the sense that yeah maybe there is something to be said about the way that we pick these stereotypical images to illustrate black emotion yeah and so I mean significantly as well though is that it if it becomes a trend, mm-hmm. and then you can identify it as a trend, like it has now. So I know, at least based on my experience, uh, and and obviously um, Lauren Jackson, who wrote the uh, the piece in Teen Vogue, agrees that it's become become something of a commonality to express emotions with um, with with specifically Black women. She she yeah. pointed out that people who aren't um, who have no connection to the person or group being depicted would use that and pick it up. And and that's one of the things that they um, pointed out in this article, that if you go on Giphy, for example, which is like a GIF search engine, and you type in like sassy black woman or like weird black, like these are the ways that these GIFs are actually labeled. So people are sometimes actually searching, you know, they want to show themselves angry and they're not searching for just angry, they're searching for like black angry because they feel like that's a better way to punctuate their feelings on Twitter or on their blog or whatever. So I don't know. It was really interesting. Um, I am going to try and make an effort to diversify my gifts. Um, I usually default to Beyonce's. I'm trying. <laughs> you do. You I, do. I'm trying to think. She what, has so many great faces. I'm trying to think what I usually gif out, and I don't. I feel like your gifts never actually really go along with what we're talking about. That's not true. Yeah. They're always perfectly selected. They're balanced. They have, they're, they have, they're subtle sometimes. They're not... They're not too brash. Baby, you're not talking about a wine. You're talking about (laughs) citrus notes. (laughs) You're like, I taste a little dirt in here. (laughs) Um, No, babe. Sometimes I'm just like I am a good GIF selector, but I'm just trying to think if I if I um, use black people GIFs. I have posted yes. I definitely posted the Michael Jackson one. The oh yeah, the popcorn. The one. popcorn one, but that that has become like common currency. Like everyone knows exactly what that means. It's an amazing. It's an. It's just an amazing um, gif. It is. It is. Oh, I'm so expression. pissed, baby. Remember last year I did the gif Oscars and it like went viral. It was the gif Oscars anniversary this past week, and I was oh. so busy working on Black Girls Rock, but I forgot about it. You screwed it up. I know my chance to like relive my moment of fame where I was like why trending why worldwide. Why can't you do it now? 
I mean, I could, but so it's just, just kind of it. like missing the moment. But yeah, sure, maybe I'll do but another. But nobody knows. It was a whole year ago. People have forgotten which moment it was. I know, but They're like... not going to be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Last year, this happened a week early. <laughs> so I'm not, I don't know what kind of thing you're running over okay, there, okay. but I'm all not right, all right, all right. Well, maybe I will bring the GIF Oscars back. Uh, and, and maybe that will be a time to do like our own independent study and see what kind of gifts get nominated and what the ratio of black people gifts... Oh my God, Oscars so white, GIF Oscars so black. I'm calling it right now. What does that mean? That the GIF Oscars will be heavily dominated by black, black oh, I see what you're nominees you're and winners. Uh, you're predicting that everyone will nominate um, GIFs of black individuals. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, I, believe it, I believe it to be true. It's time for Florida Man! Florida Man! If you are new to our podcast, this is a game where one of us brings a number of Florida Man or Florida Woman headlines to the podcast, but one of them is a fake headline and the other person has to guess. We are not just randomly shitting on Florida. We are actually both real life POF. That's people of Florida. <laughs> You're sticking to it. Good, yes, good for you. I really, I, I feel like I don't have very many things to be proud of. Um, I mean, I do, but like, as long as I can add more things to that list, then I am all for it. And so. being from Florida is now one of them? Yeah, I'm going to try and turn it around. You know, really? people love to talk shit about Florida, and I'm going to make a concerted effort to make being a person of Florida something that you don't have to be ashamed of. You know, you can talk about it openly with your friends. You're already talking about it with your family because they are presumably also people of Florida. <laughs> um, but we need to end the stigma. And um, in the spirit of that, we are now going to read some of the ridiculous things that have been happening in our home state. Are you ready, Patrick? I'm ready. I got five headlines, and one of them is fake. Number one, Florida man ruins birthday party by unplugging bounce house, trapping children inside. That is such a comic scene, though. Number two, Florida woman finds iguana leg in jar of pizza sauce. Okay. What's next? Number three, Florida man robs gas station minutes after submitting job application. To the gas station? Yes. Or just anywhere? No, no, no. To the gas station. Okay. Number four, missing Florida woman found after she bottled her scent. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Bottled her scent? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Okay. And number five. Florida man sues dentist, claims his teeth are too white. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with the iguana leg. I just feel like because an iguana in a jar of pizza sauce mm-hmm. seems unlikely. Okay. Um, I just don't. I don't know. And something about an iguana makes me think of you. What? Why well, not? Not that you resemble an iguana. I'm saying that. Yeah, if you had to select an animal part to go in a jar of pizza sauce, it would be an iguana leg. That is so weird. So I that's am the one totally. I'm, that's the one I've chosen. I'm totally. Am I right? A, I'm totally a sloth person. No, that is a real headline. That is what a is, real headline. What is what is the fake one? The fake one is Florida man sues dentist, claims his uh, teeth are too white. Because that's something people actually get upset with their dentists about. Do they? Yeah, because you can over-whiten somebody. See, you see those people with, like, chiclet teeth, right? They look like their teeth have been replaced by chiclets. They're, like, brilliant, blinding white. Well, it's not a real headline. I made it up. God damn it. I will say I thought the interesting, one of my favorite headlines was the missing woman found after she bottled her scent. She bought a kit to, like, capture scents, and she put her own body scent in a jar two years before she went missing. And when they went to her house to look for clues, they found a jar of her scent, and that's how they were able to find her. And then they what? Presumably they used like gave a it to dog. dogs? They used a dog, and the dog found her. The dog was like, oh, God, I know where this bitch is. <laughs> is that what this is? He been? was like, why didn't you is tell me? Is that what me? I've been smelling all week? <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> where she is. <laughs> then they went into the labyrinth, and they found her. Oh, the labyrinth. Is the labyrinth still this is that still metaphor for... It's 
Sex. Is that what we're still doing? I don't know what it means anymore. Yeah, I don't know. We um, covered a lot of ground, though. I just thought it was interesting that she had somehow the foresight to buy a special kit. You can't just, like, put a jar under your armpit and, like, close it up. Like, you need you a... You gotta take some swabs. You have to have, like, swabs. Scraps of clothing. Little flakes. Maybe a little, um, little like, Yeah, loofa. I wonder how much that made a difference, though. Because if they went into her place... I mean, they it, put it in the headline. It must have done something. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, they could have just, like, grabbed a shirt out of her hamper or but something. But they didn't. You know? They found a bottle of her scent. And it was so strong that the dog was like, <laughs> the dog was like Yo, I know exactly where that I know exactly is. where that funky bitch is. <laughs> oh my god. Um so yeah, that's Florida. Uh it's Florida in a nutshell right there. <laughs> so uh you know, way to way to reverse the stigma. Yes, one one game at a time. <laughs> um please keep sending us Florida people headlines. Just remember, try not to make them too morbid or too gruesome. We don't like ones where people die. We like to try to keep it light here on the podcast. Um, but you can tweet us your headlines using the hashtag last name basis, or you can tweet us individually at Cheska Lee. At tie optional. And just tell us what you thought of the episode, or you can also email us lnbpodcast at gmail.com. We would like to hear from you. Go to sleep. Anything else? <laughs> I think that's it. I think you covered it. Oh, I know what else. Please, uh, please, please, please go on iTunes and rate us. And maybe if you have a few extra spare moments, you can also leave a review because we are trying to be professional up in her. And that means that, you know, every little comment counts to get more people to listen to the podcast. Okay, I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this was Last Name Basis on Brick Radio. You like it when I go, Lick Radio. You know I clearly love it. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna be positive. I'm gonna Aww. be positive this time. Good. I like I like you being positive. Last Name Basis is hosted and produced by Francesca Ramsey and Patrick Condis. Our executive producer is Sasha Mathias, and our associate producer is Emily Bogosian. Our audio engineer is Onel Millette, and our videographer is Curtis Boone, and our show is recorded at Brick House in downtown Brooklyn. For more information, visit brickartsmedia.org slash radio. Frappuccino. What rounds with Frappuccino? Um, and we like to go to the casino. Oh, casino, that's good. I, 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 I'm coming up with nothing. And we like to eat burritos.